podcasting from the beautiful Mile High City. You're listening to the Do It Again podcast, the official podcast of scientific wrestling, the undisputed leader in no-holds-barred catch-as-catch-can wrestling. Here's your host, Jake Shannon. And welcome to the Do It Again podcast, the official podcast of scientific wrestling, the undisputed leader in no-holds-barred catch-as-catch-can wrestling. I'm your host, Jake Shannon. Now, I am particularly excited because I'm going to bring you a guy who is, um, you know, I know a lot of tough guys, uh, but I'm going to bring you a guy who um, I hope you guys have heard of. You may not have. I don't know. But he's a good friend of mine, but he's also um, special because he was the first heavyweight catch-as-catch-can champion uh, for, an, for an open invitational tournament in something like 99 years. Uh, and not only that, he is a multi-time uh, king of catch wrestling heavyweight champion. Uh, I'm very excited to talk to him about uh, other things outside of catch, but um, tell have him tell some of his stories. So without further ado, Luis Ojeda. Are you there, Luis? Yeah, yeah right here. How you doing, Jake? Good, Thanks man. Thanks for having me. No, dude. Thank you for coming on. I mean, you're a good friend of mine as well, so it's just kind of going to be fun to, to, to chit-chat um, and reminisce. Uh, over over our uh, our times together, so uh, Luis, um, for people who may not know who you are, maybe you could give them just a uh, kind of a brief introduction. You know, maybe some of your accomplishments or some of the things you're into or some of your future goals, whatever. I, I'm just going to turn it over to you just to to introduce who you are for for people who may not have uh, be familiar with you. Well. Um... Well, again, I want to say thanks, Jake, for having me on here. Um, of course. And for introducing me to catch wrestling. I mean, this was something that I had been searching for uh, back when I was doing judo. And, you know, there was – I always believed in the pin, but I always I always knew that there were there was more out there. Um, and, you know, I was just lucky to, to be able to uh, be able to train with you and train with, with other um, – great coaches and uh, I, I was actually thinking about dick cardinal uh recently mm. and um yeah yeah you, know, you were and, there and when I, he came he was doing a, a camp in san juan capistrano i think you came to is that right yeah yeah and i mean uh he had this short arm scissor um i don't think anybody's ever seen it but he, he did a short arm scissor and then you did like a like a roll onto the the short arm scissor and, uh, you know, he was just showing me this uh, stuff. I mean, um, also the, the West Point ride, you know, how, yeah. how he did it. And, um, you know, something later that I, I was able to use uh, when I did a couple of the tournaments that you that you had with the King of Catch. And, um, you know, it was, it, it was just kind of cool to see things um, work, you know, and uh, something that I had learned. Not, not that I invented, but I actually was taught and I was able to put it in, in, into practice. Well, I, I would like for people to understand my perspective of the way I got to be your friend. And uh, <laughs> the first time, and, and maybe I'm wrong. I mean, this is a long time ago and I'm, I'm old and I live in Colorado and I smoke weed now. So my memory is not what it used to be. But correct me <laughs> if I'm wrong. You... Uh, the first time I met you, I think you showed up to the King of Catch tournament, because that was it. I that was it because I was first at Santa Monica. I was at Santa Monica High School for like two or three years, and then I moved down to San Juan Capistrano in uh, in Orange County. Had that gym, and I think I think that was the first time I met you. And so, I I don't know. I I'm pretty sure. So I you come into this tournament, and. You, yeah, I think you had two guys. Did you have one match or two matches? Do you remember that first one? No, it was one match against uh, Cole. some guy from C. Yeah, Cole yeah. O- good guy, Oliveira. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a good match. Well, so yeah, you, I, I just, you go there and you kill that guy with this crazy like Vulcan death grip submission I'd never fucking seen before, which was like 
I don't know. It's like a reverse collar choke. I, I it was so gnarly. But but you you got him to tap out. And uh, back then I gave out first prize. I gave you a mace bell for the first prize trophy. Uh, then. So I'm like, man, this guy's a badass. He's like just totally killed, you know, in, in heavyweight in this first competition. Did great. Then I opened the gym down there. You come to, to I think, Dick's thing. Uh, then you're like, yeah, man, I've got to wrestle you. I'm like, oh, shit, this guy's huge. All right, so I wrestle you. We have a great time. I mean, you, you freaking about pulled my arm out of the socket. Then you started coming to like every camp dude like you were like every camp that was in uh california you were there and you were there for dick cardinal and then when uh billy robinson took over am i wrong am i missing something no that's that's right that's right and i think um even um minoru suzuki was gonna come uh one time yeah 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 but i mean oh man that that would have been uh great too but yeah you're right you know i I got to train with uh billy robinson a little bit with Dick Cardinal, and um, yeah, and I, I uh, a couple years later in 2012, I did another King of Catch. This one was hosted by Jesse, Jesse uh, Marez. Yep. And, um, you know, right there at his gym, and uh, I, I, that was tough. That was a tough uh, tournament. I, I had more matches there. I had about three matches. And uh, wrestled a really, really tough guy from CSW. Um, I believe uh, Steve Kayaban. Oh man, the guy was a monster. <laughs> but um, now, is yeah, there I any mean, is I, there any footage of that? Because I don't know that there's anybody filmed that one. I don't think there's any footage. But basically, uh, I went out there. Um, I was able to get him in a pin the first first round, and then second round he was man you know he was pissed off or something but he got me good he he was able to get him. he he he, he took like, the second like a, one yeah he snapped me down he got behind and then he snuck in like a face lock right ah and he's squeezing my face and i'm like i feel like i'm biting his, his arm you know <laughs> so i mean he he got that one fair and square you know and the third one yeah i was able to get him again pin him but I mean, he was so he was good. He was good. I I even had to leg ride the guy, you uh-huh. know. And I, 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 you know, I don't leg ride very much, but I had to, um, you know. I basically I had to try hard, as as hard as I could with this guy. And uh, but yeah, that was good a good experience. So that last fall, that, that so he you took the first one with a pin. He took the next with a submission. Then what was the last fall? You you got him with a well, submission. No, I also I pinned him again. Ah, you I pinned, pinned him. him again. Okay, I, uh, okay. Yeah, but uh, you know he he was he was surprised too, you know, because I I kind of got snuck in a little cradle and uh, mm. you know so yeah he was a bit surprised, but I mean I hey pinner submission so if the pin was there I had to take advantage. Yeah, and then and, um, then you also wrestled when uh, Dan Kanagi put on a king and catch right. Oh yeah, in New Jersey. And that was a brutal that, one, that, dude. And that's two years later. Two years later, and we wrestled. Man, you that one, Hijuela. Well, that was I the mean, first one. That was actually for an American championship, right? Because we had run a bunch of tournaments, and Santinetti had won uh, a king of catch, I, if I'm not uh, mistaken. I think Santinetti had won two of them. He won, like, he the won, East Coast, and you'd won the West Coast. Yeah. Yeah, and he was, uh, you know, a sambo champion, and you know, he did judo and everything. The guy was good, so we. Well, man, he we took just, you. He took you to the limit. I mean, that was like how it was. Was it an hour? It was like fifty-six minutes almost. or something. Fifty-five minutes and ten seconds. Oh yeah, yeah, of wrestling. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> there were fifteen-minute rounds, and um, yeah, man, that was that was a. <laughs> That was a good one, dude. You had to have been in really good shape, though, dude. Ah, uh, I, I did a lot of swimming, basically for that one. Just did a, lot, a bunch of swimming, and uh, and wrestling. Did like twenty minute matches, you know. And I know he was training hard too, so um, yeah, that was that was a tough one. Wow. 
Wow. Yeah. And that, now that one is somewhere online, I think on YouTube or something, right? Yeah. I mean, I think the, the whole match is on there too, but not online. I mean, it's too long. You you can't put it on, you know, so if anybody wants to see it, you know, I I got it. Oh, cool. (laughs) Oh, cool. Yeah. Put it on Dropbox or something. Yeah, it's, it needs some editing, though, because, you know, there's part, parts that you can't hear anything. So maybe we could fix it up, put some Lucha Libre guys in the background. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what I love about you, because you're like me. Like, I know that you got, like, crazy love for catch wrestling, like crazy love for catch wrestling. But then you also, like, lo- kind of just like all of wrestling, right? Because I remember, <laughs> I remember when I first met you, you're like, and I loved it because I used to do wrestling under the mask. And you're like, you would come to, to my gym and you'd be like, man, yeah, I need to get a mask. And you'd bring a mask and you're like, wait, that was awesome, dude. That was so cool. That was so fun. I mean, that's my vision. I'd love to have like real pro wrestling, competitive, not exhibition, not sports entertainment. I mean, which is great. And catch wrestling has a strong uh, place in sports entertainment. But I'm saying like, can you imagine if we did... This is my vision for King of Catch Wrestling, right? Is moving it from the stuff you did, which was this take all comers open tournament, to then trying to pay these pro fighters to to compete under these rules in more of an invitational kind of scenario, yeah, which, yeah. which I think is what the trend seems to be moving towards. I think Eddie Bravo has been real big on pushing that the market towards these invitationals. And uh, But dude, it would be so rad, man. Like I'd let you guys dress however the hell you wanted. You could go out there like Ultimate Warrior for all I care. That'd be so rad. <laughs> yeah that's, that'd be something man. <laughs> so so but not only do you like like lucha libre and stuff but you're like way big in sh- uh swinging swiss wrestling too maybe you could tell people a bit about that oh uh, swiss wrestling i mean i yeah it's just where i grew up there were uh there was a swiss community and um a lot of people don't know you know that the swiss you know all that they contributed you know they're 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 farming and all that good stuff, their culture, and they brought their wrestling with them. And um, I was lucky enough to have been invited to try it out. And, you know, now I'm I'm, uh, I'm a member of the Swiss club, even though I'm not Swiss. And I, you know, I get to go to these events, the swing fest. And um, oh, it's a lot of fun. I mean, if you try it, it's, you get six matches in, in, in a tournament. And this year, in fact, we're having the championship here in San Diego in the Chula Vista Swiss Park. Oh wow! In um, June, June fifteenth, and that's going to be a good one. There's gonna, they're going to have uh, wrestlers from probably from Switzerland, and then some really good local wrestlers from up north, uh, like from Modesto and and Ripon, you know, other parts. Uh, some guys come from Washington and, um, you know, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. You get to see Swiss culture, eat, eat, uh, you know, plenty of bratwurst and, you know, Swiss cheese and all that. Well, what and, I really uh, like about what, I mean, cause I've learned mostly about kind of the culture of it from you. I mean, of course you could read about it and see it on Wikipedia and learn, you know, academically, but the actual like real understanding of it has come from kind of our conversations when we're, you know, driving somewhere for hours or whatever, just talking about it. And the thing that I really like is it reminds me of the culture, not necessarily the moves and stuff. And maybe, you know, obviously you have way more expertise in that kind of thing than I do. I, I've never even really played with the whole swinging uh, thing. I, it's a backhold style, right? Upper body wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. You grab the belt and the shorts and then you, you try to throw the guy and then, if, if, if a put, knee, yeah, but if a, what happens if a knee is down? Um, no, if a knee is down, that's fine. That's fine. No, you he, uh, you didn't you, get a fall or nothing like that. Well, the goal is to throw him perfectly onto his back, like judo or and, something. And if you get a perfect throw, you get ten points uh, for that for that match. So that would be a perfect match. Now, if you take him down and wrestle him to his back, then you get lesser points. And, and if, you know, uh, if you tie against someone, it's lesser points. Yeah, so they're incentivizing the high amplitude throw. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. We, they wanna, yeah, so that, that's what it is. 
Okay, so so the thing that I liked about the culture, though, was that it reminded me about uh, of kind of catch wrestling, and it's going today in this. Insofar as it reminds me of catch wrestling, that like you were telling me, you go and you know they they throw down some decent prize money and stuff, so you could actually just be a Joe off the street, go enter this thing at this festival, and walk away with some cash. Well, that's what you think, because if, if you're <laughs> just a, a Joe from off the street, yeah. I mean, Sure, yeah, it's open. Come on down. You know, but, <laughs> Some tough guys, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, but you're going to get six matches, and they might be really bad six matches, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, I mean, I got to tell you, I, I wrestled this one guy one time, a Swiss Swiss guy, American Swiss guy, and, uh, man, he had beaten me two years in a row, right? And I finally, I wrestled him the, the third time. And, um, but I mean, then I was able to get him. But the first time though, I went out there, I looked at him and I'm like, man, this guy, he looks skinny, maybe about 170 pounds. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, ah, I got him. You know, so I <laughs> go out there, you shake his hand, you grab the belt. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're just kind of like, all right, I'm going to pick this guy up and throw him. And they're setting you up for a block or for a throw and he was able to execute the perfect throw without hardly using any effort just mm. technique wow and i mean um but yeah i mean you learn from it you, you wrestle with the same guy you know year after year yeah you know and um until maybe you figure them out, or or you, maybe you never you never do. You know, you just keep on losing to the guy. Yeah, so, sometimes there's just a guy who has your number, and it just is how it is. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so so and uh, so there's catch wrestling, swinging, uh, lucha libre, and then you're I mean you're also like a judo competitor, right? Yeah, you know I I did a lot of judo. Um, I kind of stopped doing the judo um, once the rules um, changed, you know, where you couldn't grab the legs anymore. Yeah. And um, unfortunately for me, I really liked kataguruma, you know, which is like a fireman's carry. Mm. And, and you know, once the rule change happened, I'm like, all right, now I can't, I, I, you know, so it limits you in a way. Yeah. Um, and I, and I, yeah, I felt that the rule change was kind of. I, I don't agree with the rule change. You know, you touch the leg and you're you're done. You're uh, disqualified, and you know that's it's not even realistic. Now <laughs> yeah. you're not. Now you're just you're just kind of playing a martial art, and that's it. You know, yeah. it's a fantasy. Yeah, the uh, it's. I mean, I've noticed it's very interesting to just see how rule changes completely change the complexion of a sport. I mean, like it's gotten to where I don't even enjoy freestyle. I only like watching folk style wrestling. You know, I don't like the freestyle because it's become so much like sumo where it's just a lot of upper body stuff. They don't let them do as much stuff down on the mat. And I think that, you know, rule variants, obviously, not every rule set is some, you know, everybody's cup of tea. So it's good there's variants. So different people could play at different sports. Um, but it sucks when you've invested a lot of time in, in a sport. And then, you know, from the top down, they change the whole system and nobody's practicing the way you used to like it. That's kind of a drag. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, but I mean, it happens in every every sport, you know, like think about baseball, right? I mean, I'm, I'm sure you played baseball when you were, uh, growing up did did you play baseball uh yeah man i I was on first place little league team in third grade <laughs> for uh, this little podunk town i lived in <laughs> yeah well you remember that it was okay to run into the the catcher or run into whoever mm -hmm. you know yeah that that was that was fine you know and and then you know, little by little they start changing rules you know so yeah, it's like if you take the yeah. the fist fights out of hockey, who the heck's gonna watch? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so okay, so we've got now we've added judo, and then you did uh, uh, like the and I can't remember the exact name, but I remember it was very it was the pancreation that kind of came up out of San Diego. There was a real big pancreation scene down there. Maybe you could describe people the the name. Of, I can't remember the name of the organization and and how the rules were. 
Yeah, I did the pancreation. Um, I think that's with John Frank. He 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 still runs it. He still has it going. Oh, cool. Um, I forget. I forget the name of it, but um, when I did it, um, basically there were no points, and you you could do you could do whatever. You know, I think you got maybe maybe you did get some points for takedowns. Um, you couldn't hit to the face. You, but you could punch to the body, you know, it was um, no pads or anything. Um, that was a lot of fun. I, I really enjoyed myself, too, you know, because you got to uh, use your wrestling, take a person down, and then you punch them on the ground, you know, and you just kind of test yourself. So it's it's kind of still like a wrestling match, you know, because you're not really hitting him in the face or anything, but, but you, do, you do get to punch him in the ribs or, you know, little... You know, not not to hurt them, but just to have a little bit of fun. <laughs> yeah, maybe open them up, or maybe just uh, make them change position or something. Yeah, that's a that's a really cool rule set. It's like uh, uh, what what they in uh, catch wrestling called all in, where you could kind of do open hand slaps, and it was a little rougher that way. It had some lim- kind of striking in it a little bit. Um, yeah, that is fascinating, dude. So, and then on top of that, what else? I mean, I think you you wrestled well, for a D two school in college too. Yeah, I wrestled, so then you got uh, you got very high. You know, you're a, a, a very competent uh, folk style wrestler as well. Yeah, you know, my folk style wrestling, I think, is okay. You know, I I think I was better at freestyle. Yeah, you know, because I I did freestyle, and you know, I also did. Uh, Sambo, I learned Sambo a little bit in high school mm. uh, from uh, Coach uh, Jerry Matsumoto, and uh, he's yeah, he was great. He actually, I think, was the first coach uh, that Dean Lester had as well. Mm. Uh, Dean is from you know from San Diego too. Yeah. So I, uh, yeah. Anyways, um, but oh, going back to pancreation, I actually did uh, a pancreas match. In, in Mexico, in Tijuana. Oh, oh and, wow. And, uh, oh, man, uh, that was great. That was great. I, I, it was cool because I had already been practicing um, catch wrestling, and I had learned a couple neck cranks, you know, from uh, Billy Robinson and yourself. And, yeah. Well, basically, this is how it went down. Uh, he was a kickboxer. He throws a kick. I caught it. I take him down. I threw a punch, maybe you know, to to his body, and then as he's coming up, I stuck a a, a gravit in, ooh, nice a neck crank, nice, and so I was able to finish it pretty quick. Oh, nice, you know, maybe in like like thirty seconds or something. But I, um, but I could see that 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 it worked. You know that the stuff that I've been learning, you know, actually works. You know, it's not like. Uh, uh, for for pretend it's not just like hey come here let me yeah show this cool move yeah like, clinic you, moves you, yeah. yeah yeah that's like man that's like the whole dvd market is like clinic moves man you know like stuff that's <clears throat> i mean you know and obviously some people are better than others that have an effective stuff but yeah yeah that's awesome so you finished it with the gravit yeah yeah so i mean that that was fun and um you know unfortunately though um I was done. I was happy. We we won, and we're like, we're gonna go eat tacos. And as we're walking to to our car, our car is gone. Oh so, shit! Yeah, but you know, hey, it was insured. You know, <laughs> dude, Tijuana is like the old west, man. Like you go there, it's like they got good fights. They got crazy shit. Like I remember the the crazy idea was like the donkey shows and all that stuff when I was a kid. And uh, but I mean, I used to rent a limo. When I lived in LA and get a bunch of friends and we'd take a, a limo down to Tijuana just to have a crazy ass time, man. That, I, Tijuana is actually a pretty cool place. It's, I mean, it's dangerous though. It's like the old West. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, that's cool. So, so now, now, so you've done all these different styles of wrestling, and I mean, you really have. And then in catch wrestling, outside of king of catch, so you you kicked ass uh, for king of catch, and then. Uh, after the you won the American title, the King of Catch American or U.S. title, uh, was that when you went over and wrestled uh, Chris Crossan? Yeah, then uh, two years later, you know, so I go and I, well, I was talking to Chris Crossan and we're like, hey, uh, 
you know, maybe we could do something over there, you know, because I'm going to be I'm going to be in town. And he's like, yeah, he's like, I'd, I'd like to share, you know, be an honor to share the, the mat. And so we agreed and and got over there and we had a match. Yeah. And that was uh, I mean, that was a draw, wasn't it? Yeah, we went. Uh, the rules was that we were going to do three five minute rounds. Um, and that's what that's what we did. You know, but unfortunately, um, yeah, we, I mean, we moved, we tried, you know, but we pretty much were neutralizing each other and I wasn't, I wasn't able to get him and, you know, he wasn't able to get me and, um, you know, but it, you know, it still, it was a good experience. And that, but that was in England, right? Yeah, that was in England. All right. That's against, so, uh, Chris, Chris Crossan. Yeah, so you guys went in pro pro wrestling parlance. You guys went Broadway. Oh, okay. That's what that's called. Okay. You just because you took it to the time limit, right? Yeah. So time yeah. limit draw. Uh, and then I mean, after Chris, I mean, was it then Josh Barnett? Yeah. After that, uh, well, I did a couple of I did a jujitsu match. Yeah, but I'm um, talking catch wrestling. Oh, catch wrestling! Yeah, it was Josh Barnett. Wow, dude! So you like? I mean, that was, so now you're wrestling a guy who's 20 years deep, professional fighter, like his full time job. Uh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> and uh, I mean, he and he's like, you've got to be what two ten, something like that, two fifteen. Yeah, you know, like I fluctuate. I fluctuate. <laughs> yeah, about I'm between two ten and two fifteen. What well, What were you weighing that when you wrestled Josh? And do you remember what his weight was? And then, I mean, I'm just curious because I would like you gave away a bunch of weight that I would never give away. Is the only reason I'm saying this? You're a I brave think I person. Weighed, I weighed in at two fifty, like around two fifteen. Two well, I think I was two fourteen point something. You know, okay. Okay. And uh, I'm not sure what uh, Josh weighed in, you know, because well, um, I'm sure he weighed himself earlier, but. Um, yeah, I, I don't care though. You know, we, we were, we had a good match and, you know, it was, man, it was a lot of fun, bro. Yeah, dude. Well, I mean, that's an honor to, to wrestle somebody like Josh Barnett too. I mean, that's like, you know, cause the thing that I'm really trying to do is I'm trying to elevate catch, you know, the, you know, this better than anybody, like the whole King catch open tournament project that started in 2007 with you, uh, being the first champ was really to get like regional champs around the country set up guys like you, you know, so you could kind of have that Southern California territory for a while and, and build it up to where we started getting to where we could actually then have these like a professional thing where people are getting paid, you know, and we're, we're still not there, man. I am trying my damnedest con with my fingernails, you know what I mean? Trying to climb that wall. Uh, and, and that's, that's really my, my end goal and then I'll be done with this business, <laughs> I think. Uh, but you have been like an instrumental part of that for many, many years. And to have you kind of take it from that first show all the way to actually wrestling a pro fighter who's an expert in catches catch can is just, that's just such an epic story. I love it. It's such a great narrative. Yeah, I mean, you know, like uh, I'd met Josh at a tournament before um he didn't even know me and i was i was there you know participating it was like a grappling tournament and he comes up and he starts uh cornering me you know mm. and i'm like oh man this, this guy's cool you know he's a great guy and uh he cornered me you know and um i was just lucky you know because you know he's I, he's just been a nice guy and um i've been able to train with him and um yeah, what do you call it? So when he told me, "Hey, are you interested in a match?" I'm like, "Yeah, let's do it." <laughs> you know, and and uh, to tell you the truth, I mean, it kind of forced me to, you know, kind of take care of myself and uh, get a little bit more in shape. And um, so, even though I, I I wasn't successful in the match, you know, I I I learned and I. Uh, got back into the swing of things, you know, so it just kind of um, helped me out. 
Yeah, that's great, man. And, and that's online somewhere as well. So, um, I mean, you've done amazing things. And then now, you know, I've known you since 2007. So shit, man, that's like 12, a dozen years now. It's crazy how time flies. Um, and you're, you're not, so not only are you a multi-time, uh, kick catch wrestling, uh, open, uh, champion, you're also one of the very few, uh, coaching catch, uh, instructors as well, uh, actually picked by Billy Robinson to help spread. And you were the last, in fact, I think, isn't that right? Yeah. Yeah. That was an honor. I mean, when, uh, Billy Robinson, you know, he, he, kind of you know in a way promoted me right there you know he'd say hey um and he made me an assistant coach you know so that was an honor and it was it was just cool man you know i didn't spend a lot of time but you know i i I did pay a lot of attention and uh and billy man he really he really cared about the sport you know so well it was very cool because we'd always go to the you know you'd always hosted it, whatever gym. Once I moved out of California, you were really cool about that. Uh, and, uh, I cannot remember which high school was at, uh, the first, well, the last couple ones with Billy because, um, I remember him getting out there and coaching some of your kids. That was so cool to see, you know, the high school. Yeah. 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 He, I think there's some video about that. I think I think you have video on that. Is that on YouTube? Probably. I mean, you just gotta I, I get on the so. Scientific Wrestling uh, YouTube channel and, and search through some of the videos. Um, yeah, it's amazing. So, uh, it, any uh, when you think of Billy, any particular stories or uh, funny incidents stand out in your mind? Oh man, I mean, I, I just liked it when he he yelled at Sam. You know, <laughs> poor Sam, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because he he'll tell. Sam I think he picked on the guys that he liked, though. But man, he really went after Sam. Yeah, yeah. He like, did that hey, to yeah. Harry too. He went after Harry Smith a lot too. Oh really? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, but you liked well, when he was pit when he would like be like Sam, do it again. Yeah, he, or or you'd ask Sam to do a move, you know, and he'd be like, oh, oh man, Jake, Jake, you do it, or you know. <laughs> oh man. Billy, when he got something on his mind, dude, he would hold up the class for an hour until we got it right. I mean, it was, it was intense, man. That guy was a real stickler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Sam. Uh, man, I, after me, I think uh, Sam probably came to the most camps. And yeah, boy, if uh, if Sam had you know didn't get enough sleep the night before or anything, man, Billy would sniff it out. He was like a he was like a hawk, man. He watched closely. That's why Sam's so good, though, too, because uh, he was really watching him close uh, the whole time. Um, yeah, I, oh, I actually trained with I trained with Sam the other um, a couple weeks ago. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Every, every once in a while, you know, I'll get up there and he, he trains a group of guys and you know, he does the catch wrestling style. So yeah, I mean, actually, San Diego's got uh, well, San Diego Riverside like that kind of. I don't. If, is there a name for that area? The two of those areas together, because between you and, and Sam and Jesse, that is a strong catch wrestling area for uh, coaching catch. You know, it's really strong. Yeah, yeah. And um, I've been lucky too. You know, like I was saying, uh, and Josh Barnett, he's right there too. You know. Yeah. He's really, really close. Up in L.A. And I've. Yeah, yeah. He's been really. You know, he's. He's let me train right there, and his, his guys are tough, man. Yeah, UWF, uh, USA. They're uh, if you go to Josh's Instagram, he's always, he's putting stories of them, you know, and filming their workouts and stuff. It's cool. That's cool. So you uh, you went up. Which uh, gym did you work out at? The UFC one that they work out at, or yeah, the UFC, the La Mirada. Yeah, yeah, and I've only I've only been there a couple times, you know, but every time that I that I go, man, I'm like, yeah, I, I, I get a good workout. <laughs> yeah, Josh is a pro, man. And he's he's picked up tricks from the best, like, for a long time. I, it's crazy to think how long Josh has been in the game, too. I mean, since the 90s. That's, like, just absolutely insane. Um, so, yeah, I'm, ex- oh, I'm, I'm excited to see the – I know he's going to do some 
uh, combat jujitsu coming up soon. Yeah. I mean, a guy, yeah, he I, just throws himself in there at the top of the game, no matter what. I mean, it's like, for me, aging didn't go so well for me in my wrestling career. As I got older, I just got way fragile. But man, that guy just is tougher than nails. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, I think he's going to take it. Yeah, I mean, I don't really know much about the other guys. I mean, I pretty much am just so into catch wrestling. I don't really follow too much of the outside grappling scene, unfortunately. Uh, but I will be watching, which will be. Uh, uh, I don't. I'm, do you know the date off the top of your head? Because I don't. I don't know it. Uh, I it's think coming it might up. be the twenty. Yeah, it might be the twenty second or something like that. But I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah, you can check it out on his uh, Instagram page, uh, Josh L Barnett. Um, but th- then on top of all that cool shit, and I haven't even gotten to your action figure that, that you posted the other day or somebody posted, I saw you got an action figure, but that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> Dude, you have such a cool job. Like not only do you do all this wrestling, you live this life of wrestling stuff, but you are like, you work, you're a teacher and your job is to basically teach combatives to, to high school I mean, that's just absolutely, which includes you're the wrestling coach too, right? Well, no, I'm I'm, I'm no longer the coach, the, the wrestling coach there, but I'm just focusing yeah, how, more. How on, long on, were you the coach? Uh, how long were you the high school wrestling coach there? There, I coached at that high school for about three years. Wow. Okay. Yeah, but I was I was at Bonita before, so. So tell but yeah, I've, I've tell coaching. me about tell people about this cool uh, combatives thing that you teach. Well. Um, what a lot of people don't know is that for PE, you are actually required, um, to learn or teachers are, PE teachers are supposed to teach combatives. You know, I'm just, I'm kind of lucky because I just try to teach it a little bit longer. And, um, is that try, something I, only in the San Diego or what, what is the school district? Cause that's cool. No, actually all in California, uh, huh. kids are supposed to be learning combatives. Wow. But, you know, unfortunately, you know, maybe they just they'll do a video and and, you know, they don't really learn in depth, you know, not, not everywhere. But um, in my high school, you know, we have a little program and we have a class where we just do combatives. And, uh, you know, I teach judo, um, sambo, Brazilian jiu jitsu, and then we finish off with catch catch as catch can wow. for the last you know semester and um yeah i mean it's a lot of fun you know we work on and, and i'm able to to try to keep it keep it alive dude you're like i can't imagine like you know if you're a kid that's like a nerd into like you know wrestling and stuff and you happen to end up in your class dude that just there must be kids that minds are blown that are just like so stoked to have a, a cool class like that I mean, I hate to oh, make yeah. you toot your own horn, but I'm, I can't, I, if I was a kid, I'm just, oh shit, I'd be in Mr. O, Mr. O's class like every day, dude. That would be so rad. Yeah, it's a fun class. It's popular, you know, and um, I, I have a lot of fun uh, teaching, teaching that, you know, it, and I'm a wrestling nerd myself, you know, so yeah, I want to preserve it and talk about, you know, the greats. You know, and and the history and where wrestling came from. And so it's not just technique. You're actually covering like the history and, and, and other parts of the sport. Well, I try. I try, you know, and I mean, there's so many, so many wrestling styles in the world, you know. And I, I mean, I, I, I don't think I'll, I would ever have enough time to try them all out, but. If if I ever get a chance, you know, I'll I will I will, you know, I like uh, for example, I mean, I've been invited to go to Mexico where they do these tiger mask wrestling matches. And um, <laughs> what what is this? Wait a minute. So where in Mexico is this going to be? You've been invited. This isn't, well, I've been invited. I mean, I don't know if if you know, I would love to go. So wait a minute. What is so? Wait, (laughs) what are you? Wait, tiger mask like the Japanese pro wrestler, or like a mask? You have to wear a mask of a tiger somehow. You wear a mask of a tiger. Okay. Okay. It's called it's called the porrazo, 
but the 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 mask you know is a tiger you know okay. it's a tiger mask and you wear um clothing so you're kind of like a tiger so you got these pants and this like shirt or something and, can i um, make any tiger mask design that i want um I, I guess so. I guess if it looks, you know, enough. I mean, I don't know what the their What is the name of this? You know, What'd you call this? Th- this is a uh, a uh, uh, what Parisa? do you call it? You Lucha, Lucha de Tigre. It's a porrazo. Okay. And they they wrestle in Guerrero, Mexico. Okay. Guerrero, Mexico. This is the craziest and, shit uh, that I've ever heard of. Okay, so you have it. Everybody has a tiger mask that's wrestling. Yes. And they're yeah. dressed in some and, sort of clothing. Like what clothing? Like can I wear a suit or and tie or what do I wear? No, you you wear like you look like an actual tiger. Like you, you wear like a So this is like, like, a, this, like, a, like this is pajama. like this is like furry wrestling. No, not a furry. Come on, man. You're going to make it like that. Well, this I like don't understand. Cult- so <laughs> So what kind a of cult- suit a do cultural, I have? It's like a tiger mask with a pajama that looks like a like a tiger as well so i look like okay. a superhero yeah whoa and, and you go out there and i think the rules are the first guy that uh, you, you're, you're just trying to knock knock the person down okay so i don't think there's any ground wrestling at all i think you just the first person to knock the other person down wins like sumo and you can grab the pants you know the tiger pants or whatever okay and um yeah so this is a real thing it's, it's a real thing i can go it's to the internet thing. and watch this you can watch i'll send i'll send you a link oh my god you totally have to do this man yeah i know man I know. <laughs> that's so crazy well once in a while you know you, you get these um signs from the universe you know so <laughs> yeah. we'll see we'll see i've, I've been invited and if the opportunity presents itself, and you know, hey, no, I'll, you got to do like out. a GoFundMe on that, dude. That's too epic. <laughs> so, anyways, so wait a minute. So, that is just crazy. Did the suit have a tail like a tiger or no? No, like no, a, no, man, no tail, dude, no tail, <laughs> and no claws. You're just normal, but you're in a like a suit of a tiger and a mask of a tiger. Yeah, yeah, it's like. Um, I don't know. They they do it. It's like a cultural festival as well. You know that they. It's like a tradition of Guerrero, Mexico, that they that they do. Dude, that and sounds awesome. Some, and I think some of them actually, um, instead of wrestling, they they'll actually punch each other instead of instead of wrestling. But the, but then it's not a wrestling match. Then it's just a punching match. Yeah, but okay. that's that's a whole other thing. Yeah, but it's also done around the same time. Hmm. Whoa, that sounds nuts. That sounds really yeah. cool. That sounds like you totally have to do that. That is like that would make an epic documentary to follow yeah. you down there to do this crazy tiger wrestling. Oh, I know, man. That guy hey, who uh, just wrestled the uh, mountain lion here in Colorado, he should enter that. Oh, dude. Well, I mean. Some people are saying like, "Oh, that the, the mountain lion was little." I mean, what do you think? I mean, I don't know. I heard it was a one-year-old, is what I heard. Okay, but here's yeah. what I'm also gonna say: like, you know, the killing power of a cat um, scales real quick, man. I mean, it goes from like, I mean, I honestly think I bet you if you go Google it, people have been killed by their fucking house cat. I guarantee you that shit's happened. And cats are fucked up, dude. They're just psychopaths. Like, if you're the most loving owner and you love this cat stuff and you die, that cat will start eating you, your carcass. You know what I mean? A dog doesn't do that. A dog will, like, mourn and be sad. I mean, cats are like killers, dude. So even if it was a one-year-old, the thing is, is what they're, what they're supposed to do is they're supposed to, cl- you know, use their front paws and their, their jaws to clamp onto you, and then their back legs just start kicking and they disembowel you. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd have no part of that. I don't give a shit if that thing's three months old. I'm like, I'll just sit out on that one. Did you Did you hear about how he beat him? Yeah. How? Yeah. Like, there's I a video. There's a video of him talking like, just 
at length about the whole thing. And I guess like it like grabbed onto his hand and dude, he's got claw marks on his face. Like he's so lucky. It's like, like less than an inch from his eye and stuff. I mean, you know, it could have totally turned bad and uh, it's on his hand and he's getting a stick, but these sticks are like breaking as he's trying to jab him in the throat. And then he gets like a big rock bashes on the back of the head that don't do it. But what ended up doing is he shifted his weight a little bit, put his boot on its neck and just freaking stomped on its neck. Like didn't kick, just strangled it by, with pressure. Um, and then when it released, you know, when it died, it suffocated that way, it released. And he, then the motherfucker had to jog three miles back after that. That's a bitch of a day, dude. Damn. Damn. And he's super chill. Like cracking jokes and shit about it. I, I'd be fucked up with, uh, that's some crazy shit, dude. Well, that's, hey, that's going to be a story, right? Yeah. Well, that guy should get just like honorable mention. He should be the only guy that doesn't have to wear a tiger suit. Oh, I know, right? Like, <laughs> he'll win. He'll win the whole thing, man. Someone, somebody says he does jujitsu. He's like a BJJ guy or something. I, I don't know. It is just weird shit on the internet. You can't tell what's true anymore. Uh, <clears throat> so, uh, okay. So, oh my God, that is crazy. And it's, it's, it's in Guerrero, Mexico, and it's the Festival of the Tiger or something you said, right? Yeah, it's a porrazo, and I think they're the Lucha de Tigre. You know, that means the, the wrestling matches of the Tigers. And, um, yeah, that's how they do it. Dude, that's awesome. Hey, uh, you know, it's getting... So I, 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 don't, I don't think it's going to be on track wrestling, man, so... <laughs> uh, you don't think like flow is it's not gonna be like flow tigre yeah it should be right <laughs> dude that sounds awesome yeah i love all those like folk style wrestlings i mean the one that i'm really into is kind of the the kushti wrestling of of india i think that you know that's so like i love all that folk because it's all wrestling but then they all add their own little like take on it you know what i mean it's like got a little bit of a different angle um yeah, it's, that's, that's some cool stuff. I'm glad people are keeping those styles alive, too. What, what have you done? I mean, I know you've done uh, Lucha Libre, right? You trained in Mexico. Yeah, yeah. So I did, uh, uh, man, I, most of my experience is just in submission grappling. Like just, I mean, you and I have had a match, and I just am like kind of a gym rat and just went everywhere and tried to wrestle everywhere, but... I, I entered a couple tournaments. I entered uh, a grappler's quest where it kills me. I wish I had trained with Billy before because I learned to counter, but I got beat with this move and I wrestled uh, John Wood, who's up at uh, Syndicate MMA in, in Vegas. and um, But mostly submission stuff. But then, you know, as I, I don't know, I was really stupid. I'm probably still really stupid, but like I wanted to, uh, take it easy because I'd gotten a couple bad injuries and so I decided to do pro wrestling and uh, uh, which is much harder actually because of the bumping on your cervical spine and uh, <clears throat> so yeah I started doing pro wrestling and I got to meet um, Sonny Ono who was close with uh, with Ultimo Dragon and he ran like his first camp to open uh, you know open up to outsiders uh, and I jumped at it, man. I was on a plane down to uh, uh, Nacalpan, which is just outside of Mexico City. I stayed there for like 10 days. That was awesome. Went around to all, you know, we took the Mexican subway to all the different, uh, about like three or four different lucha gyms. Um, and that was a really fascinating experience. I I just couldn't do the gymnastic style. Uh, just, I was too old and, you know, too late to it. Uh, I think I was 30 when I went and did it. But uh, yeah, Lucha's freaking rad. It's super rad. Hey, how how does this sound, um, Jake? You tell me. Um, let's say you do a, a a match, right, against whoever, right? And the first round, you let, you know, you you work it, and you say, all right, you're gonna take this one, right? Mm -hmm. And the second round, you know, you be like, all right, you're gonna take the the second one, right? Yeah. And then the third one. You actually say, "All right, man, we're this one. We're shooting." Yeah, you know what I mean. So, yeah. two two rounds of exhibition. Then the last one, you shoot it. No, I love and, it. And uh, whoever gets it gets it. No, if not that's uh, that would. I bet you you would. You know what I would love is that you attract a lot of guys. 
you know, like Harry Smith that are proficient in both, you know, the pro wrestling and in catch wrestling. Uh, and that's my favorite style. You know, I'd like to see somebody like, uh, you see that, I don't know if you watch New Japan, but see like a Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, enter that or, a, you know, Simon Gotch with uh, MLW. That would be really cool. And then we just allow palm strikes. That's it. Uh, so, yeah. So it's like catch wrestling with a splash of pancreas. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love it, man. I love it. I think that'd be cool, too. Now we just got to find a backer. Any of you out there listening, contact me and Luis. We'll make this happen. Uh, <laughs> so uh, is there anything else that you wanted to touch on? I know that um, you're going to be um, at the April uh, coaching catch camp uh teaching you had so much cool stuff at the last camp that we did um you're going to be there uh that's april 13th and 14th uh anyway whatever that weekend is those three days friday saturday sunday um anything else that you wanted to touch on no man just uh you know uh it's been a pleasure talking about wrestling man and uh you know, it's always a pleasure, and uh, I appreciate you having me on here. Oh, man. No, I appreciate you, man. You've been a workhorse, dude. You've been out there just grinding, and it's been real fun to watch you, to watch your career. Uh, it's been a real uh, real honor to be your friend as well. Uh, guys, if you want to get in touch uh, with Luis, Luis, what's the best way? Maybe Facebook or an email people could reach out if they want to get coaching from you? Yeah, they could just find me on Facebook, Luis da Ojeda. Okay, and that's, Luis, that's o, Luis Ojeda, I mean. Yeah, O-J-E-D-A, uh, for those of you that, that can't spell it. Um, Luis, thanks, man. Looking forward to seeing you in April. All right, brother. Thank you.